This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, October 5th. Mark, how you doing today? Uh, I'm good. It's another fall-like day. It actually feels fall-like, so I'm good. You know what sweatshirt I was able to wear? I was able to wear my, what is it, GV something something state sweatshirt that that guy sent oh, us. Grand Valley State. Mm-hmm. Where is that again? That's up in, uh, it's in Michigan. All right. So I was sporting it. It's very comfortable. A little big on me, but it was very comfortable and perfect for a fall day. Also, as I told you before we came on the air, I had one of those mishaps where my sunglasses fell off my head as I leaned over in our elevator and they are now probably down, you know, many floors down, either in the basement or they've gotten crushed in the elevator. This may just be a good excuse for me to buy a new pair of sunglasses. What are the odds that the sunglasses actually fall through that little crack all the way down? I want to say that one other thing has happened to me that is similar to this, which is I once dropped my keys straight down and we did retrieve them. I'm sure the glasses are there. You think so? I just don't know if they're, I mean, look, they may be ruined. Who knows? But it's okay. It's a pair of sunglasses. The only problem is that I have now made fun of my, my partner for so, like probably the last six months, she seems to have lost three different pairs of sunglasses, including one of mine. And so I make fun of her for being hapless. And now she just has more ammunition to come back at me. So I might not tell her. I might have to get the exact same pair of sunglasses. What do you think? Uh, I will tell her. Oh, all right. Great. All right. Well, hey, this is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. And we do that by encouraging you to ask us your questions. So it's very easy. All you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact button. Or you can always send an email, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. While you're on the website, what should you do? You should sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Mark, have you, do you feel like you've uh, got this down? Do you, have, do you have different habits in the way, you, like what makes it to the newsletter? Yeah, I mean, you know, I have my usual places that I go looking for things. I have the people that I like to check in with on a weekly basis. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I have it down to a science by now. All right, if you have something to suggest for Mark, let them know. Okay. What we try to do is, is we answer your questions. Sometimes we just answer a bunch of emails, but often we like to simply have you on the air with us and tell your own story. And that's what we're doing today because Jimmy is on the line from Tennessee. Hi, Jimmy. Welcome to the program. What's going on? Hey, Jill and Mark. Thank you for having me. Of course. What's up? I had a question in regards to what to do with um, a decent amount of extra money uh, every month. Basically, 
my, two days ago, I made my last or our last student loan payment. Um, <gasps> hold on. Let's have a moment for a second. <laughs> Stand by. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The last one. Tell us what you had borrowed and a little bit about the let's let's revel in this ability of yours to pay this sucker off. Sure, I will happily revel in this. Um, so my wife and I uh, are both physicians, and we had a total combined loan debt of about six hundred thousand dollars. What, <laughs> Mark? Mark, come on! And six- he paid it off. Wait a minute. Six hundred grand. Now, are either were either of you entitled to some sort of loan forgiveness because you work in the public sector, or was this just you paid off six hundred thousand dollars that you borrowed? Initially, my wife thought about uh, doing PSLF, but it turned out she took a job in the private sector. So basically, year four for her in training, we knew that we were just going to pay this off. Oh my god, it's amazing. I mean, let's just. I'll give you like lots of snaps and claps. So, of the six hundred thousand, what was undergrad? What was graduate? Uh, undergrad was probably a very minor portion of it. Oh uh, man, it's probably less than a hundred k. The vast mm-hmm. majority was graduate, and that's just medical school is really expensive. And then it takes a while also because it, you know if you're once you're in residency, it's like yes, you're making money, but you're not making a lot of money. So, how old are you guys? Uh, I am 42. My wife is 38. Are you in one of those medical specialties that is, how shall I say, rolling in the money? Uh, we are not rolling in the ENT money, um, but we're you know, not in the lowest paying specialties. We're right in the middle. Okay. So how much do you guys each make? Uh, combined, we probably make right around 625 In Tennessee? That's got to go a long way, man. It certainly does. <laughs> okay. It certainly does, lady. Um, okay. Can we go through some of the, the, the statistics? Do you guys have kids? We have two, two kids, six and okay. three. Six and three. Okay. Um, are you both working in practices that have retirement plans? Yes. Okay. What are you doing? Do you have a just, is it a 401k? Is it a 403b? What, what kind of plan do you have? We both have 401ks that we max out. And we both have uh, IRAs that we max out. Non-deductible IRAs. Doing the back door. Uh, hopefully okay. still yep, allowed. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How much money do you have right now in each of your 401ks? And you can give me like combined. So 401k money and IRA money, how much is in there total? Uh, right at 500k. Okay, great. How about a house? Do you have one of those? We do. Um, we have a house that's worth probably around 800k with about 8650 left in a mortgage. Did you say 650 in a mortgage? Yes. Okay, got it. And what's the interest rate on the mortgage? Uh, 3.25%. Great. Any money that you've saved so far for the kids? We do. Um, we front-loaded uh, both of their 529s um, close to when they were born, so they're probably sitting around 80 and 65k. Each. Great. Do you think that these, I, I don't know, maybe both of you have all this money in, in student debt. Are you, did it change the way you think about how you want your kids to proceed with their college and potentially post-bachelor education? Absolutely. Uh, both of us have realized that where we've gotten, it did not need to take this amount of debt. 
I will impart that wisdom to my children for sure. Can you impart it to our listeners also, though? So talk, can you just talk a little bit? Because there's an interesting lesson here, which is you killed yourself. You paid all this money off. And obviously there could be $600,000 sitting in a brokerage account right now. And then some, like there'd probably be a million. If you didn't have that loan, fair to say you'd probably have like another million dollars saved, right? Oh, absolutely. How did you make your choice? Did you like, oh, I'm going to go to the most prestigious medical school I can go to? How did you make the choice? When we did the, made the choices, it was kind of basically the options that we had in front of us. But I went to a state school. My wife went to a private school. And that made such a huge difference. It, uh, medical schools, both of us, um, mm-hmm. in the cost. In the end, we are both physicians. And it didn't matter where we went to school. Does it matter at all? Like, I mean, there are times where people will say, uh, you know, if you go to an elite school, doors will open for you. Does that matter with medical school as much or not? I will say no. Depending on what you want to do and and how well you're doing it, it does not matter at all. You could get into the different residency programs from almost any place in this country. And there's a doctor shortage, isn't there? Absolutely. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, let's get back to your your moolah. So do you guys have an emergency reserve fund? We do. It's uh, sitting right about maybe six months, so I think it's at about 55K. Okay. And how about non-retirement savings or investing? Anything you got out there? Uh, we do. Uh, it was probably started uh, maybe a year ago. So it's only sitting at around 50K. Now that you're no longer paying off these loans, what is the free cash flow that you have available to you? There is probably close to 10 to 12K in extra month uh, money a month. Whoa. That's a real number, man. So 10 to 12 grand a month. Anything else on the horizon that you might need money for in the next couple of years? Uh, no, honestly, not at all. Great. Okay. So um, is the intention to put 10 or 12 grand into the brokerage account? Honestly, that's like the only thing that I can think that where it should go, but that mm-hmm. was why I called you. Mark, do you think that they should put a little bit more money into the 529 plans with ages three and six at 80 and 65,000 in those plans? Yes. Yeah, I do too. I, this may make you sick to your stomach because it just feels like all of your money goes for education. But look, you're making 600 grand a year together, guys. So, you know, at least for you, all the money you spent on your education, it is paying off. Imagine if you had to like pay off 200,000 and you were still making 50. That would be terrible. So I think there's going to be, I think you're going to have to put a little bit more money into both of those plans. Mark, do they need to have like, say, a hundred in there? At the finish line or right now? Now. Yeah, I would just 
get it up to that point. You would definitely want a little bit more in there. I mean, so what? That leaves you with $8,000 a month. Right. Right. And so I would do that. And then we start with the brokerage account. Okay. The reason why we, I like that 529 is you guys are in a high tax bracket, right? So the, at least it's tax efficient investing, right? The only other thing that I can tell you is that obviously, given the structure of taxes right now, you know, you're in a hefty tax bracket, you know, you're in the 37%, not a hundred percent. I mean, most of your money really is getting taxed at 35%. And I do think that for you guys this second, it may be worth your while to build up that brokerage account. Do you have a Roth option through work or not? Yeah. So I actually do the Roth 401k. My wife does not have that option, but after listening to you guys and Ed Slot, I totally Roth and everything. We are Ed Slot devotees, essentially. It's like the, it's like our religion is Ed Slot. You know, even when you look at the various tax plans getting floated right now um, in Congress, it would seem that your tax rate could likely rise in the future. So I think that maybe at least, you know, until we know more about that, I still would try to take advantage of the fact that, you know, if you can make some of this Roth, if you can put a bunch of money and pay tax on it and put it in the brokerage account, you're fine. Maybe, um, again, top off the 529 plan. But beyond that, I don't see that there's a ton more you need to do. You're in great shape. I mean, I feel like you should be celebrating and doing lots of dancing and celebrating the 600000 you paid off. Now your goal is to kind of take that same momentum, build up your savings and investment platform and put yourselves in a place that, you know, 15, 20 years from now, you have the option to say, let's figure out what we want to do next. And unless you want to keep being a doctor, because we're going to need doctors. Yeah, I don't see either of us, you know, leaving the profession, but it would be nice in 15 years to have a little bit more options. Absolutely. Do you guys have your estate planning done? Uh, We actually did that at the height of the pandemic. Oh, good for you. Do you feel like, can I just ask you some more questions about just being in the, so do you, and, and do you have life insurance, just some term life insurance? Yeah, both have term great. Can you tell us a little bit about like, what's it like to be in a hospital and like right now amid this pandemic, do you feel like kind of fried and a little from this whole experience or do you feel like your job's never been more important? Like, tell us a little bit about what's going on for you personally around this. I think I, I've been practicing a little bit longer than my wife. So, um, beginning part of the pandemic was a lot of unknown and didn't really know what was happening. Um, at this point, you know, I think I've developed this kind of, I'm going to take care of my patients and come home and live my life. But I think it was definitely affecting my wife a little bit harder. There was definitely some compassion fatigue with everything mm-hmm. that was going on and burnout. And, but I think we've gotten to a place that is a lot better and we are trucking through. Do you feel like the people you work with, like are people saying like, I can't do this anymore or I need a break or, you know, is there, is there that kind of um, sentiment among your cohort? There absolutely is. There is a good number of physicians that I know have personally decided to just stop and try something else. How about, um, are you in a, are you at a teaching facility? Sort of, kind of, it's like this hybrid. Do you feel like the kids coming in are, you know, invigorated by purpose and all this because of the pandemic or not? I think there's a good amount of that. Um, but they're, they've also learned the kind of the other side of medicine that it's not all glory and 
flowers everywhere. You're amazing. I mean, first of all, I just thank you for letting me ask those questions. I'm really so happy for you and your wife that you've been able to pay off this debt. Obviously, you're in a really difficult situation. You've come through it. Um, and I hope that you are able to take some time and enjoy where you are. Um, get your money to work for you. Congratulations. It's really, uh, keep us posted. I'm, I'm interested. I want to know. I want to know what happens next. There could be all sorts of things that go on for you guys. So um, keep us posted. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you both again for everything y'all do. So if you'd like to come and celebrate your happy occasion, or maybe you want a little bit of handholding because you're not making 600 grand, but you have a lot of debt, we are happy to help you out. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com and click on the contact button. Remember, you can follow Eye on Money wherever you get your podcast. If you like it, go leave us a rating and review at Apple Podcasts. Very easy. All right. Do me a favor. Do something nice for someone else today. Mark Talercio, he is our executive producer. We are distributed by CBS. And our mantra here at Eye on Money is curiosity, compassion, and community. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Thanks for listening. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts.